Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Coming up on TMS. No show yesterday. No show tomorrow. Dr. Jellyfingers checking the oil. Liquid nitrogen chilled Don Cheetos. Meringue all the things. Show me your gross sausage meat. Ooh. Masticating quietly on air. They've got Ringos on their thingos. Hand me those children. Waiting there in his underoos. Thrupples do it as soon as they leave. It's true. If your penis looks like an artichoke, please see a doctor. All the bad kids died. Cloud fading with Tom. Maybe mental with Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Please, Mother. No, I will not hide in the fruit cellar. I used to wonder what it would be like to have someone miss you while you went poo. The Morning Stream. Why, oh, why did I take the blue pill? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS for Wednesday, June 30th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hello, Brian. Hello, Scott. Uh, I missed missed you all yesterday. Yeah, did you you notice there was no show yesterday, Brian? Did you notice that we didn't have one? Yeah, I noticed because of the uh, parade of people going pod fading. Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) They're still doing it this morning, I noticed in the chat room. Everyone loves talking about pod fading. Uh, there was no pod fade. It was just no pod. I had some stuff come up. I got a. I have a contract thing uh, for some art that I have to finish before I leave tomorrow. And yeah. uh, as a result, I was like, I, can't, I don't know how I'm going to do this if I don't take the time. So here's the bummer of it. Got up early. Got cranking on it. Uh, already working on it. Like getting ahead of myself. Like all right, I got a little time, a breather here, uh, with the show not being on. And then I got all right. It's break time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the dog for a. A good hard walk around the lake and uh, kind of get sweaty and, you know, a little exercise in. And then I'm going to come home. I'm going to shower and then I'm going to get right back to it. And I did all those things. But then when I got home, I reached down to pick up a box of stuff, had some books in there. And yeah. I heard my back go like a little sound oh. like that. And I went, no, no, not that one. That happens about every other year. No, please. Not that. I says, I says to myself. I says, yeah. And, I said uh, self. Yeah, and then so uh, that was the sign that it was going to get weird, and it did. So this is my my like bi yearly throws my lower back out of complete whack moment. Um, usually it's something like snow shoveling or you know mowing the lawn yeah. or something. 
Anyway, my parents did this all the time. Now it's my turn. I've been, this is, this has been a thing for me. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, we're not getting any younger, are we? I, this has been happening to me since I was like 19. Every other year yeah. or so, my back hurts. Just happens. So, so what does this mean for the family reunion? Is it, is it, uh, I can't pick up small children to, to, <laughs> Basically, yeah, you're gonna have hug that. Them? you're gonna have to hand me those children, and I'll have to be sitting somewhere, <laughs> like some sort of. You're gonna be like a, a presidential candidate at a rally. Pick yeah. up that baby and hold it up to me so I can kiss it. Yeah, I have to be like Lord of the Manor, and then you pass him over to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how any of that's gonna go. It'll be fine, but I'm gonna look like a little old hermit just scooching around. I can't do any of the like. There were there was talk of hikes and other stuff. That ain't happening now. There's no oh, way. Oh, that's too bad. There's no way I'm gonna hike. You kidding me? Yeah, no, definitely not. You don't want to aggravate it further, but that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. So I got the Aleve, you know, that's the only thing that ever really does anything to it for me. Yeah. So I took yeah. some Aleve and uh, we'll see if it leaves things. I've been putting ice on it and, uh, <laughs> you know, alternating a little bit of heat, not too much because heat can make it worse. So you want to just do a little right. heat and then a little and then a bunch of ice and... Yeah, uh, alternate back and forth. I did a little bit okay. of that after the ride because uh, the tops of my legs, my quads, my quads, man, were sore. Oh, sore quads. 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 Yeah. It's very manly to have your sore quads. Very manly to have uh, sore quads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so did you, um, but, you, but I guess you used ice. You just said that. You, you put ice yep, on those used things. ice. I alternated ice and heat and took some Advil. And today I'm fine. Uh, and and yesterday I went to uh, went to the doctor. Went yep. to the doctor. Oh. Guess what he told me? I uh, had my annual physical, oh. which is certainly not annual. I don't know why I put the word annual because I I don't do it annually yet. But uh, yeah, maybe, this was maybe the whole. You misspelled, you, maybe you misspelled anal instead of yeah. Annual. Well, I I did because yeah, Doctor Jellyfingers did have to <laughs> go and check my oil. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah, this is uh. This is a new doctor, a different doctor than um, the first one I had my physical with, because he retired. This is the new doctor, the young, the young Doc Hollywood that took the place of uh, the old David Ogden Steers. Yeah, basically. The, the the young upstart. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And uh, uh, he does things a little bit differently. Like uh, old doctor, basically, I I just stayed dressed, sat on the side of the uh, the table on the paper, mm-hmm. and then when he needed to to cup the jewels so he'd say all right pull your pants down and cup the jewels and and turn around put your elbows on the blah 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 yeah. but uh this doctor said all right strip down to your underwear and i'll be back in the room in a few minutes oh yeah so it's like oh okay so we do you do that you do it that way okay did he put you in Boy. a gown or anything or just sitting there in nope. your skivs nope. oh wow sitting there in my uh in my jockey boxer briefs wow wow uh, with little uh, Avengers logos on them. How long? And, uh, how long were you made to wait for this? Did you just have to sit there very long, or? Oh, probably about five, ten minutes. Probably about ten minutes. That's a long time to sit there in your. It underwear. is. Yes. Yeah. All right, but a, but but, a, but you know a thorough uh, a thorough going over. That's right. Yeah. They took a bunch of uh, not cut the jewels, cup the jewels. He cupped the jewels. Oh yeah, nobody ain't, uh, ain't nobody cutting no jewels. Are you kidding don't me? Don't you cut cut my jewels? I uh, got a you know a couple pints of blood yanked out of me. They're gonna check it for uh, see what percentage of that is uh, is gravy, and uh, <laughs> then get back to me. Yeah, well, very nice. Look at you doing your regular uh, checkups. That's that's good. Yes, preventative yeah. is everything. You know. Yeah, that's, that's how you. You know, uh, he gave me the usual. Cut down on carbs and sugar, blah, blah, blah. Right. Which, you know, Scott, uh, was very difficult on uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Tina took me out for a uh, mystery date. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, we went to a place in town here that I recommend to anyone coming to Colorado for a visit. Come to Denver, whatever. It's it's 10 minutes from downtown. It's a really easy uh, really easy drive. It's called the Inventing Room. And to say that this guy, uh, the, the, the couple that own it, are inspired by Willy Wonka is an understatement. Mm. They... The whole place is that that kind of purple and gold that they used in the Gene Wilder movie, and there's actually a picture of Gene Wilder up on the wall, like a, a really cool drawing of it. He's got a a thing he built himself that drops a marble that goes down a whole long like chain of things to get to a a, a deal. But the whole thing is, um, oh, what do they call that? Chemistry gastronomy, or, oh, or what, uh, right, um, mo- molecular gastronomy. Heard of this before? Yeah. Yeah. Heard of this term, and it's and it's a way of of playing with your food, yeah. <laughs> using things like freeze drying and uh, glow in the dark and liquid nitrogen and stuff like that. And uh, so we had some, you know, basically it was, it was uh, six couples approximately. There were a couple uh, thruples in there as well. Thruples, but uh, thruple. Well, the groups of three. I don't know if they were doing it as soon as they left the place were, were these your i mean are these people you knew or just these are just strangers no no these okay. are just strangers all right so right. and they the whole thing you're, you're wearing a mask except for the times you're eating you're wearing a mask in this place still these guys are very very conscientious uh, conscientious about that mm. but uh uh you were basically standing along this guy's um uh preparation counter and he says all right uh I'm going to hand you guys, uh, we all have these little plastic cups, and he says, all right, I'm going to hand you guys some Cheetos, put these in your plastic cups and eat them, and he holds it it out to us on like a pizza, what are those, pizza peels, like a long stick with a flat thing on the end of it. And these are just regular, regular Cheetos, like just Cheetos? These are not regular Cheetos. These are Cheetos that have been soaking or been dipped in liquid nitrogen, and so as soon as you eat it, you've got like steam coming out of your like uh vapor not really steam but vapor coming out of uh out of your mouth and oh, wow. uh, that's cool do yeah, they, do they shatter do you, do you eat them and they shatter is that how that works no they still they actually still crunch like cheetos hmm. and they're not soggy they are they are just ice cold but still crispy still crunchy and you oh weird that's really cool. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't burn your tongue, isn't so cold you can't take it. As a matter of fact, if you close your mouth and chomp on it, the gases created by this vapor uh expand in your mouth and you feel like like you're <laughs> like you've got more air in your uh in your mouth than before. That's were really, there, really cool. Were there any like at any point during this were you like concerned that it was a too weird or it was too I don't know, like putting a freeze dry. Is this something? Is this a chemical that we should be eating? Yeah, kind of yeah, kind of like yeah. that. I guess not at all. Okay, not at all. All right. Yeah, they put you at ease. Uh, it sounds like they they chill you out there. That's good. The other exactly the other thing they do is they do freeze dried candy, and uh, uh, I'm going to hold up something to the camera, and I know our our listeners at home won't be able to see this. But Ooh, let's have whatever, a let's have a look. And I'm going to hold up. This is a piece of candy. What is? Would you like to take a guess as to what very common candy item this was before it was uh, uh, freeze dried? Nut or butter? No, it's a good guess. Uh, Butter finger. It is not. Um, This is a milk dud that has been freeze dried. (laughs) Does not look like a milk dud. 
<laughs> no, it's like it looks like a chunk of moon rock or something. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all blown out. That's still cri- like it's crispy. That's not chewy at all. It tastes just like a milk dud. It's amazing. Oh, that um, sounds all right. See if I can get one of these guys out. Did they do any like candy bars or anything? Like full full blown. Uh, like uh, here's a Snickers, all frozen up into a freezing no. log. No. Sadly, no. Uh, how about this guy? And he guesses on this giant red orb that's in my hand. Uh, what this was? Was that? Yeah. Well, now I'm going to assume they they blow up big, so that might have been a skittle. See, very good. Now you're now you're thinking. Uh, no, this is not a skittle. This is a Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher. Gosh dang it! <laughs> but they definitely are popping out big, right? Like they're coming out yeah, larger yeah. than they were. And I won't get them out, but in the bottom of this jar, those are Skittles right there. The yellow and orange and purple that you're seeing there. Oh, my Lord. They look like they look like partially popped popcorn kernels. Oh, yeah. Look at that. The way they got the splits in them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous of this. But this stuff is this stuff is great. It's it's this is the only way I want to eat a Milk Dud, honestly. Well, <laughs> think about it for a second. Milk Duds are notoriously hideous for your dental work, if you have any. They'll yes. pull your shit out and everything. They get stuck between your teeth. They're kind of awful in that way, but they, they uh-huh. taste great and they're super addicting. Give them to yeah. me in a big blown out freaking little nuke ball and I'm in. Yeah. These are crunchy yeah. like, um, oh, what's a good comparison? Like uh, like a cheese pop or a cheese puff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the same pro- consistency, but they have that chocolate caramel flavor to them. Interesting. So was there... Was there um, this place is just this, this kind of stuff, though, confectionery type stuff, like snacks, that sort of thing. Or is it like a yeah, meal? Or? Yeah, he does. He makes his own. Uh, he did some uh, also in the liquid nitrogen. He squirted some um, uh, whipped cream out of a, you know, out of a cake spreader kind of oh, thing. Right, right. And um, but he makes these special flavors. The one we had was like pineapple, strawberry, I think. And uh, and they were like little meringue uh, stars. They were really good. Mm. That's uh, what this also all reminds me. It's like they're meringuing everything, is what this sounds like. <laughs> kind of. You know? with the, certainly with the uh, with the liquid nitrogen, it kind of meringues everything. Yeah, right. for sure. Right. The um, uh, he gave us some watermelon that has been oh. vacuum <laughs> frozen with um, root beer. What? And that stuff is awesome too. It still tastes just like like still has the consistency of watermelon. But it, uh, but it's got this root beer kind of flavor to it. Uh, really, he plays around with different, different fruits, different uh, liquids to marinate them in. That sort of thing. It's really, really cool. He does. They actually do a dinner thing there too. You can go pay a hundred bucks per couple or hundred bucks per person and have like an eight course meal of like, you know, savory foods like uh, you know, steak and 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 the sort of thing that's sure. all done with a. Uh, um, all done with weird molecular gastronomy kind of stuff. It's um, it's totally worth it. It's so cool. And the, the the guy who runs this, you can tell he just loves it. He loves the science of it. It's just him and his wife running this place, and uh, uh, the, they just seem like the the coolest coolest couple. So I assume you do reservations, right? It's not like people. Just you do, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, somebody found it a second ago. I think it's T L R Denver. T uh, the or I'm sorry, T I R Denver. T I R Denver dot com. T I R Denver dot com. Yeah, Jeannie found the link. Okay. Um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really really cool. So uh, uh, I had another question about it. What was it? Oh, yeah. Did you sneak in? Did you go? Just if there was a moment of quiet, did you say? 
So, how do you feel about that Johnny Depp version of that movie? Just see what he says. <laughs> it's funny you say that. He actually brought it up. Oh. He said, uh, when we were all lined up, when we were tasting stuff, he says, by the way, show of hands, uh, can we all agree that, that the, the new version of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory didn't need to be made? Oh, look at that. Shots <laughs> he's fired. He's not a fan. Okay. Not a fan. That's what you, I mean, that's what I would have expected him to say. It sounds like he's super hardcore into the original vision. Which yeah. is uh, which is totally fine. Not even the novel so much as he is into the. Uh, the right. Okay, at any point did he look at you and go, "You lose"? Did he ever say that? <laughs> Good day, sir. That never happened. Okay, <laughs> never happened. Fortunately, but but I also wasn't competing with everybody to not eat the things he was putting in front oh, of me. Oh, I see. Did at any point the lights start flashing and he started going? Like going down we a don't know where we're rowing, and the thing has no idea where we're going. <laughs> but the rowers keep on rowing, and they're certainly not showing any signs that they are slowing. So you know the real words. I just make I know noises. the real words. Some of them, anyway. The point is, uh, yeah. we've talked about it before, but I'm still uh, my childhood was traumatized by that scene, and it continues to be. Yeah. So. There's like a there's a rooster getting its head cut off or something in that scene. Like as yeah. they're going through the tunnel, there's like a you know a quick shot of of a rooster getting its head cut off. I think almost like subliminal like insert two frames of something horrific kind of stuff right. going on. Right. Yeah. Um, there's blood. I mean, was, you know, the whole thing the 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 character Willy Wonka. He's kind of he's not like this. He's not supposed to be this like warm and wonderful human being i think and genie points out and it completely accurate the book um the the burton version of the movie is way closer to the book yeah than the gene wilder version. which people did not want you know right it's like kind of it's like right. watching um oh gosh uh disney's hunchback of notre dame which i really mm-hmm. like but then watching mm-hmm. something that's based on the real hunchback stories and you're like mm-hmm. Ugh. Holy crap, yeah, go back yeah. to the nice one. I like the nice one better. It's a little <laughs> like that. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't uh, Genie could confirm this. Don't the kids die? Like, you know, Augustus Gloop and Veruca Salt, don't they die in the book? I think they do. They don't come back at the end walking out like all stretched out and silly. I'm pretty sure they die, don't they? They don't? Okay. Oh, all they right. don't, well, she says. Okay. A resounding all caps, no! <laughs> I, thought the little, I thought the little German kid that got sucked into the tube died, no? I guess not. I thought I thought all the bad kids died. Okay. You just don't see them at the end, like. I mean, a couple right, of them so. should have. Yeah, I'm just saying. Freaking that freaking Veruca Salt in her. I want it now. Right. Come on. Right. Little brat. Yeah. I mean, the best thing that ever came out of her was that band named themselves after her. But that's it. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Uh, well, that's cool, dude. I, if I'm uh, ever at, at an opportunity to go there, I would totally do that. That feels yeah. like a Vegas thing, like something they should do in Vegas. Totally. And it's funny because he was talking about. Um, uh, they're opening like this is their original. This is their only one currently, but they're opening another one in Saudi Arabia of Whoa. all places. Whoa. And it's like, God, you think that they would have gone somewhere else in the U.S.? Vegas would be a perfect place. Like, stick this in that in that stretch, that mall that you have to go through to get from uh, Planet Hollywood to um, Hawaiian Village or whatever it is. It used to be used to be the uh, Harley Davidson shop. You have to go across the bridge, oh, yeah. but then you have to go through part of Planet Hollywood's mall. Right, right. Something like that, yeah. I'm a little yep. surprised Saudi Arabia. I don't know why that shocks me. It just seems yeah, like... Yeah, shocks me too. Uh, well, I guess I have, I have stereotypes of what that's like over there, and it mm-hmm. feels like maybe more repressed than would allow this kind of silliness, but maybe not. 
maybe I'm thinking of like Dubai'd be the place to go. Dubai's yeah, they Dubai don't would care. be Dubai would be illogical, right? Because that's kind of like the Vegas of the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. they love that stuff over there. Yeah. I kind of want to go there before I die. I do too. You know, I see that because <laughs> whenever we pause the Apple TV, you yeah. get all those cool screensavers, those slow motion hover shots. I don't know if you've got yours set for that, but we do. Yeah. In fact, I think every time a big city comes on, I always say, Ooh, I hope this is the one of Dubai. I know exactly. Cause the yeah. Dubai stuff, especially in slow motion with like the flickering lights and they've got their own like Bellagio fountains in front of the, um, the big hotel in the middle there. It's That's so cool. cool. It's, yeah. It's uh, very cool. Well, yeah. uh, I'm sold. You've sold me. Uh, tell those yeah. people that come to uh, Colorado. Come to Colorado, Scott. Come to the inventing room. <laughs> Are they? Wait, do they have accents? Is that them? Is that what they? No, they them? don't. No. no. No, I think I was kind. Of, I was uh, channeling the Jerky Boys. Uh, come to Florida, the salt. Come to Florida. <laughs> Your experience with the Jerky Boys is vastly greater it's, than mine. I, it's. Uh, it was. It was on repeat for such a long time that I can't get that garbage out of my head. Yeah. Well, there's a time where that was like, yeah, it. they were the bomb. Right? They were all anyone yeah. cared about. But uh, I don't know if we'd have a crank yankers or a punk or a, uh, you know, if it weren't for uh, jerky boys, I think we probably would. Probably would. I think crank yankers is back, right? They're doing new. Uh, Are they? New is content. it uh, yeah. Jim Florentino? I think so. I'm not totally sure about that. Pretty sure that's back though. Like I saw some ad or some something on Hulu everything, where they were like, "Everything old is coming back." Aren't we getting a new Daria? And we're getting new Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. We're getting new. Yeah. yeah, we're getting all that stuff. Getting a few things I want. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, well, that's all good news. Let's uh, let's play a game today. I think we ought to give some prizes away if we can do it. I like that idea. I've got prizes to give away. The number you're going to want to have handy, folks, is. 801, uh, sorry, 801-471-0462. That's the hotline to call to participate in today's Tad Pooley feud. And uh, Brian Dunaway incoming to participate said feud with us. Oh, I got to get into the... That was that, um, I just crunched on that milk dud. Uh, I didn't masticate as loud on air as... uh, No, Brian's a quiet masticator. I'm a quiet masticator. I'm getting a weird... uh, The Tad Pooley feud thing's all busted for me. Oh, really? Yeah, like, uh, oh, now maybe it's working. Okay. Oh. Okay, it's working now. I don't know what happened. All right, there's a buzzer. It's Uh, working. Hey, we're going to push this button. Welcome to the program, one Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, one Scott and Brian. How are you guys? Good, man. (laughs) Good. We haven't seen you since Monday, and boy, howdy, does it feel like a long time. Oh, my God. I feel like I talk to you guys every day. I feel like it's (laughs) cripes. It would be a a blessing if you talked to us every day. It would be a blessing. I don't talk to anyone as much on the air as I do uh, Ibit by far like I have this every day and then there's film sack and there's extra stuff and there's all this stuff all week long right but well Ib is still trying to catch up with our 15 years of talking at least twice every week so yeah it's I think second place would be uh the core guys because of the D&D thing plus core Oh, and sure. Dunaway mm-hmm. right behind have, that. Have, yeah. You think they've still cut, like they've cut up to Dunaway all the ELR time? Oh, probably boop? not. Probably I not. I think Dunaway's, if, if Dunaway's not first because of all the ELR. And well, the if you count ELR yeah. and Final uh, Score and uh, uh, film, sack. Show, film Sack, yeah, that's, yeah. you're right. I think you're still, uh, yeah, we're talking overall second place audio time on the air. Probably Brian yeah. Dunaway. Think of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Think of that. Yeah. 
You got but laughed. But it is like working double, triple, quadruple time by doing it every day. So yeah, good job. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's well, some the of this thing. is soundboard. <laughs> right now, what you're hearing is actually not me. It's, <laughs> this is a recording. It's actually I press O. On I, my keyboard I threaten people at work all. The, I threaten people at work all the time. I will replace you with a script. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten really good at it. I can just hit these buttons, and it's like it's like if it's here. It's really weird. Uh, well, anyway, it's uh, it's like it's good to have you here. We're gonna play this game. Oh, I got to take this phone call here from this listener. Let's find out who uh, this is. Thanks for calling. Who's uh, who's this? Uh, hi, this is Matthew from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, Baton Rouge. That's red stick, right? Is that what that it means? Is. That's right. All right, cool. You know where I first heard that, and I can never not say it is uh, a very old '80s episode of Late Night with David Letterman. Somebody said they were originally from Baton Rouge, and, and Dave goes, oh, that's uh, Red Stick. And I've never been able to not do it. <laughs> anyway, it's good to have you here. Uh, let's play this game. Brian, will you explain to him how this works and what he can win? I, I will. Uh, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us, and it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Uh, Matthew, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Verlet Swing, which is like a, uh, it feels like first person Spider-Man, like you're shooting a web and swinging on it and trying oh, to get no. to a I know this game now. To a goal point. Yeah, it was bugging me until you said it now because I couldn't think of it now. I, I have played this game. It's very cool. It's cool. I looked at it on, I watched some playthrough videos today. I'm like, this looks kind of cool. Yeah. And then I just love the name of this one. When ski lifts go wrong. Oh. <laughs> Which feels like a physics, yeah. <laughs> physics game. It's definitely got to be a physics game. Yeah. Yes. I think you're, that's a fair assumption on that. Uh, oh. if, when ski lifts go wrong, you're going to wish you had the verlet swing. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, so those will be your prizes if your team wins, but, uh, we need a topic. We need our feud board. So hands on your buzzers. All right. Oh, nice and warm. This yeah. buzzer is yes. today. Go ahead. All right. We surveyed the tadpool for, uh, 327 of them responded with their answer to this. What? One pizza topping would make you turn down a free slice. Oh, dang it. Just missed it. Crap. Uh, pineapple. People have to pineapple. Have me on this. It's got to be. Show me. Ba-da-ba. Number two. Number two answer really? on the board. One answer will need it, Brian. There's only one thing hated more than the pineapple and the pizza, and that's got to be anchovies, those salty little fishies. Get them off of there. Yeah, get Show them off there. me anchovies. Ah. Number one answer on the board. Yes. By, by a massive margin, yeah. They are gross. Uh, all right, those Shouldn't be on tiny there. salty fish off my pizza. Yeah. So, Dunaway, you've got control of the board. I'm going to say, now again, um, uh, even though... I did get answers like a human teeth and whale sperm, stuff like that. They didn't um, make it to the board, right? They didn't make it to the board. These are things you would actually find on pizzas. Thank goodness. In right. the top 10. I put and whale I did sperm. take out nothing, quite a few people. Huh? What? Nothing wrong with a little whale sperm on your pizza. No, nothing. It adds a little salt, a little salt to it. Um, Who? <laughs> enough people, by the way, said nothing would make them turn down a free slice. That that actually was the number six answer, but I took that out because that was a that's trick not question. An it's yeah. not an answer. Yeah. All right, I yeah. agree. So, I agree. It's not a stupid answer. All right, exactly. so All we right. got the control of the board. Yeah. That's right. You and Matthew, Brian, are Me working and together, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what you can come up with. Matthew, can I call you Matt, or do you prefer the whole thing? 
No, Matt is just fine with me. Right. Perfect. He's Matt. From, he's from Red Stick. Um, he's easy. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm some say uh, some safe things, but okay. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe onions. A lot of people are averse to onions, or do you think maybe there's too many people who like onions that it might offset? I'm a big fan of onions myself, but I, there are a lot of uh, onion haters right. out there. I think we go with it. All right, let's go with let's go with the gross red onions they always try to put on my pizza. Show me onions. Number five answer on the board. Yeah. I, oh. To be honest, and I'll say it right now, there is nothing. There's there there's nothing on this list that would make me turn down a free slice of pizza. Y'all oh, are crazy. No. I might pick the Maybe. anchovies off, but I would still take your slice. Oh, it would be totally salty, though. All right. So I've been watching. Yeah. Uh, I watched the recent uh, Brian Regan comedy special, and he hates mushrooms, apparently, or doesn't care for them. And he says they put them on everything. What do you think? Mushrooms, uh, a no-go for a lot of people? Oh. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. My wife will turn down any pizza with a mushroom on it. So that is my wife, too. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with wow. people? Mushrooms are amazing. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with my wife. Louisiana yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Our wives both from the South. They're probably... That's yep. it. The American South hates mushrooms. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> you and your blanket statement. Yeah, I love right. mushrooms. Oh. But I will say a lot of people complain about them. Yeah, it's like, oh, you true. got mushrooms on the pizza? Ew. Shut up. I love them, man. Mm. Mm. Do it. Yeah. Mushrooms. Mm. Final answer. All right. Show me mushrooms. Yep. Ooh. Well done. Number four answer. I just actually made, uh, earlier this week, made grilled cheese sandwiches with uh, um, grilled or sautéed onions and mushrooms in them. So, like, nice. You put those on like little red vinegar or little uh, uh, balsamic vinegar. Cook up the mushrooms and the onions in that, and then put them on the. On That's the impressive. Oh, you no. waited. You waited until we had both those on the board before you told that story. That, <laughs> that is, is correct. Yes. Yeah. That is, <laughs> didn't want to give it impressive. away. Yeah, that's great. No, a big fat ugly mushroom on a pizza. Mm. Oh. The, the thing my mom always ordered. Because, okay, so you know you have usually have the mom who orders the peaches. She's like, hey, everybody want pepperoni? We're getting pepperoni. Everybody shut up. Yeah. Every once in a while, she ordered what she wanted. And she liked green olives and onions. Ew. Now, I don't think a lot of people like green olives or black olives on their pizza. So I'm going to say olives. What do you think? Is that a good answer, Matt? Olives or yeah, got something there, better? Is there a specific green or black uh, on the board? Or, or can we say oh, olives? Good question. If I'm guessing, Brian lumped them, but... I could, yeah, I'd be wrong. If there's enough wrong. on there, then he would probably put those two together, probably. Yeah, lump your olives. <laughs> lump your olives. Put them together in a jar and yeah, shake them up. Let's just say olives. <laughs> is, that, is that your answer? Olives? Going with the olives. All right. Olives. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. Number three on the board. Uh, it's funny. People either put olives or black olives. Nobody put green olives, like specifically put green olives, but I'm guessing a lot of the people who put just plain olives probably don't like the green. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. green olives are terrible purple ones. Ah, you know all oh, the purple ones. So I, I've gained a, I've gained a taste over the years for some olives. I can deal with it like. Yeah. A, but I, when I was younger, I freaking hated that crap. But I can do you know a good pickled olive sort of thing on a stick. You know, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. All right, so those are the those are the big ones that I've had a life experience with. And I'm trying to think of what other things that people might not like. Yeah, what, what do you think, your, Matt? You got that, any more that in your back your pocket? First, what five? So you got like so, whole. So the what if bottom we go half. with? Uh, Maybe something more green, like some spinach. Oh, yeah. Gross. Who wants spinach? Yes. <laughs> My wife. 
Wife Gross. Does. A green green spinach <laughs> on her pizza. All right. Show what me. What are you trying to make your pizzas healthy? Get out of here. <laughs> Show me spinach. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Man. No. Okay. Uh, where was it on the list? Because some people did say spinach. Um, it seems to be a more recent thing now. Okay. So I got a question. Yeah. So if, if it had been leafy greens, you would have probably put them all together I would have right said, i would have said uh more specific please okay all right um yep. okay <laughs> i wasn't prepared um <laughs> i didn't think i would have to answer yeah. uh i gotta think of something weird like uh because everyone likes everything on their pizzas all right let's say um full-blown tomatoes like you know sliced tomatoes that's a good answer i didn't think about that but yeah people freak out about that crap yeah chopped up tomatoes but not in the sauce like separate tomatoes yeah and usually when it's cut when they're sliced it's worse because you get the stringy skin and it's just weird it's not great so i have to think tomatoes in whatever form all right show me tomatoes Ooh. Oh, wow, scourging in at the bottom. Look at that. Yeah, you've got to, uh, you've really got to, so basically with any pizza topping, you've got to get the moisture out. Yeah. That's why. Right. Um, and you can't, but you can't have anything too dry. Mushrooms. So I've worked at two or three pizza places over my life. And uh, one of them said, you know what we're going to try? We're going to try actually using fresh mushrooms instead of the canned stuff. And People hated it. Number one, Absolutely. those things turn into jerky. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> do. They're already dry. So, so dry. And they, they <laughs> soak up all of the stuff around that uh, and uh, uh, all the stuff around. But they also turned into like little pieces of jerky. We had to go back to the uh, the canned uh, pickled mushrooms slime. on pizza. Yeah. 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 I like the slime okay. mushrooms. Yeah. I prefer those. Totally. totally Slimy mushrooms. Mm. Okay. All uh, right. Uh, oh, but anyway, the tomatoes add a lot of moisture as well. If you don't get the little seeds and the and the and the goo out of the tomato, right. that's yeah, right, right. All right, I'm gonna say um, uh, this is just gonna be me, so I better not say that. Uh, uh, let's do uh, hot hot peppers, hot peppers. Oh, oh, that's a good hot answer. Peppers. Yeah, not, All right. not, not green ones, but hot ones. Right. Show me hot peppers. Oh, yeah. Oh. Pretty specific about jalapenos. We had one person say banana peppers, and I just kind of uh, lumped all the hot peppers. Well, into you, jalapeno. you then you can't go to Papa John's. Nope, he gives you they, that they whole thing. Every, they stick everything. it in the box. But they don't put it on the pizza. Those great. I right. love pepperoncinis. Oh, yes. I love them, dude. They're so yeah. good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can eat them right now. I never, I never have to fight with anyone for those yeah. either. <laughs> Tina, Tristan. Nope. Saw Nobody you, else wants them. Yep. That's you, uh, I think I have a great clip from him. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. He's never been in the pizza category. Yeah, never been in the pizza category. Oh, wait. <laughs> Here's his eating habits. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Oh, my Lord. Oh, is that the, that's Papa John? That's Papa about to explode into a pile of cheese, John. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, boy, I didn't think I'd be on the board. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Then you're uh, winning so far. You're actually winning because tomatoes yeah. gave you 10 points being the number 10 answer. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's do, um, somebody probably said white sauce, right? Like something not marinara oh, yeah. style. Like, like the Alfredo sauce kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't like that yeah, either like much. That. It depends. I, I guess like there's that. some, there's some combos I like, but I'm, it's not my favorite. So I'll just say some kind of white sauce. 
Sure. Show me white sauce, not whale sperm. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, the the I think margarita pizzas use a white sauce instead of a uh, a marinara style pizza sauce. Right. Which I don't love. Yeah, I don't love those either. Yeah. Matt, right um, I'll eat it. But, yeah, I'll yeah. eat it. I'm not going to turn it down. Hell no. <laughs> All right, we back to even, the Brian and Matt team. Mm-hmm. Matt, we haven't even touched any of the, the meats yet, except for, you know, yeah, gross. Uh, I know that my kids don't like the Italian sausage. They freak out when we talk about putting the pork on there. No, oh, interesting. I see. I love Italian sausage. <laughs> Me <myself>. too. <laughs> right. I do too. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, just scooch all on my yeah, side. I, this, this list is obviously a lot heavier on very common topics. They're common topping. So I, right, I think right. Italian sausage would be a good way to, to go. Let's try it. All right. right. Let's try Italian sausage right. or some kind of gross sausage meat. Pig nuggets. <laughs> show me, so show me some gross sausage meat. Oh man! Yeah, I was surprised because oh, I feel like uh, you know that is one of the more controversial um, meats right. that you can put on pizza. Nobody said sausage. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little surprised mm-hmm. by that too. Um, yeah. All right, my brain isn't working because all I want to do is think of stuff that's. I don't know, um, like other kinds of fruit or something, but no one's doing that, so no one's going to say bananas, Ooh, on pizza are delicious. Oh, mm-hmm. Shut up. That's not a thing. <laughs> Is that a thing? That's not a thing. There's no oranges on pizza, right? That's not a thing. I have, I have no idea. Okay. I was like messing with you. Grossing me out. Uh, all right. I don't know. Uh, 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 Canadian bacon. The You know, the, the, the ham... Can I, oh no! Wait, ham. You already, did we already lump that into pork though? No, we didn't because that was sausage. No, All right, I'm gonna no say sausage. Canadian bacon like that, uh, thick, yep. you know, like not the, bacon the partner bacon. to the pineapple. Yeah, that, ugh, yes. <laughs> Gross. All right, show me those slimy slices of Canadian bacon. Damn it! Oh, wait. Okay, so Again, surprised, surprised to not see that for for people's hate for pineapple being so high, Canadian bacon didn't even make the list really wow. yeah all right all right well the the meat thing didn't work out how about we head back and run back screaming to like bell peppers i mean i noticed we had jalapenos but we did i don't yeah, see specific bell peppers the on there i think we could put another pepper in there yeah yeah i think yeah yeah all gross right. old peppers man all right show me Get gross off, old bell peppers <laughs> yep sure enough number really? six answer on the board nice uh, i like yep. those all right. Yeah, Tristan used to hate green pepper and bell pepper, but um, you like him now. Uh, over the he years, he, he likes them now. Oh, totally okay. fine with them. Yeah, right, the, right. The kids tend to turn a corner eventually. They do. They do. Um, all right, still your time, Brian. Still my time. It's a tie still game. Um, I've got two answers left on the board: number eight and number nine. Yeah, Matt. What do you think? Uh, oh man. Hmm. What what do you think? I, I see it says green peppers. Uh, does that right. mean there's a red pepper in there too? Ooh, okay, it's a possibility. Ooh, hmm. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, let's try. Let's try the list. It's unless if it says you're fools. Red peppers. <laughs> All right. Show me red peppers. You're fools. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, no red peppers. Ah, <laughs> uh, crap. All right. It's down to this. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I know. My wife loves them. Uh, oh, what are they called, though? 
Lobsters. No, the fleshy little. Um, the fl- uh, there, it's a vegetable. It's made like a like from one of those purple, like from the penis fruit. Uh, or sorry, from, uh, the penis fruit. What do you call it? The the emoji. Uh, the what's that called? Oh, artichokes. Don't help him. This is fun. This artichokes. Is fun. That's it. Artichokes. The the, the penis uh, emoji fruit yeah, or, the or whatever. Penis emoji. Yeah, artichokes. My wife loves well, those. She'd eat a whole bottle artichokes of Artichokes aren't the penis, penis emoji. Is, aren't they? Aren't they from the penis I thought emoji? it was the eggplant was the penis emoji. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're totally right. I, in my head, it's not, though. It's the other thing. But I also, eggplant, no go on my pizza. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. But I'm going to say, Brian, I say, uh, uh, I already forgot it again. What is it? The uh, artichoke. Not artichoke. Yeah, artichoke. Artichoke. You're saying artichoke? Yeah, artichoke. Okay. All right. Show me artichoke. Oh, Oh, I I know. I don't know what you guys are doing helping him. I know. I don't know. I'm just such a helpful person. (laughs) I don't know why I did it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Might have choked Artie, but it ain't going to choke Stymie. Okay. Now, have I won no matter what? You've won no matter what. Oh, man. Um, Well, I don't. I don't love that because I, I like Matt. <laughs> um, Snatch those prizes right out of Matthew's yeah, hands. I don't, I don't right like, off of his red stick. I don't like beating uh, when, it, when it means the <laughs> listener loses. Um, all right, let's uh, let's think of one more. This is all this for all the barrels, all the monkeys. Yep. Uh, Monkey meat. Uh, uh, oh. Okay, I got it. Uh, yep. Cheddar cheese. I have cheddar a, cheese. Yeah, a I have a brother. Type of cheese. My Ooh. brother likes cheddar cheese pizzas, and they're horrendous. How about feta we cheese? To, Ooh. We used to do um, at the at one of the pizza places. We used to same pizza place actually that tried the the dried or the uh, fresh mushrooms. We would do an all cheese pizza that had a mix of mozzarella and cheddar. I think the right uh, mix might be okay, but like pure cheddar, just sure, bleh, not good. Sure. All right. Well, show me. Let's see if enough people hated that. Show me cheddar. Mm. Oh, game over. Uh, yeah. Uh, number t- uh, number eight. Show me number eight. Oh, seafood oh, or other shrimps. Uh, shrimp. Yeah. Some people said octopus, sardines. Uh, I put all that stuff, but shrimp, obviously. Um, some other big ones: durian, which is really big in. Um, oh, where oh, is it's durian? That on smelly pizza? Australia fruit. That, isn't it that stinky fruit? Um, it's Australia? No. Is that no, how you no. order it? I want. Uh, I want some of that stinky, stinky fruit. fruit. Give us the stinky. Some fruit. pepperoni. Uh, let's see here. Durian. Uh, China. China has China. durian pizza. The, the Pizza Hut actually. Um, uh, the Pizza Huts in China actually have durian pizza. Ugh. Yeah, I can't imagine how that stuff smells when it's cooked. Yeah. <laughs> It also looks so gnarly on the tree. It looks like a big old. It looks like it's a, 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 a chrysalis for like a giant worm's going to come out of there. It's really horrible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, some other things that people said. Uh, let's see here. Liver. I don't know where you can get liver pizza, but apparently you can. Ooh. Pickles, beets, broccoli, uh, eggplant was on the list, but not in the top ten. Uh, peanut butter. I've had peanut butter. I've had peanut butter and bacon on pizza and peanut butter and jalapeno on pizza. Yeah. Both are really, really good. Uh, kale, that's your highest leafy green vegetable. Yeah. Uh, sour cream, tuna, asparagus, banana. Oranges are uh, apparently found on pizza. Yeah. Uh, cucumbers, egg. That is popular in Australia is egg on pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, impossible meat slash beyond meat. Ew. Is that being done? Are we doing that now? Is that a thing? 
Yeah, yeah, you absolutely can okay. get uh, impossible meat on there. Right. Uh, a lot of people with stuff like rocks, rat turds, pubic hair, you know, <laughs> I just ignored all that. Nobody, you know, when you put something like that, it's it's funny, but uh, it you only get one. Like, right. nobody else is going to say the same thing. Right. No one's ever going to say rocks unless there's a problem. Uh, toasted coconut, somebody said. I've never had toasted coconut on Ugh. pizza, but uh, yeah. Blech. Maybe a, maybe uh, duck. and I'm not a huge fan of the dessert pizzas, but I could see maybe a little toasted coconut on there, but not on like a savory pizza. Forget it. Yeah, I made a, a breakfast pizza back when Tristan was living here. That um, uh, my regular crust, and then I cook some sausage, and then turn the sausage uh, into gravy. Right, you add a little bit of um, uh, was it baking? Not baking. Uh, uh, you add the stuff that thickens it. Argo stuff you make a gravy that's the sauce then the sausage bacon you cook some eggs you can't put the eggs on there raw Mm. scramble and put them on top and then cheese and this thing was fantastic sounds really good waited for dinner and then we had it leftovers the next morning for breakfast Uh, by the way thank you laminate cornstarch kimchi is amazing on just your basic pepperoni pizza it's really good on there kimchi is good everywhere except in my belly where it upsets it greatly yeah yeah if you yeah if you can handle the kimchi though put it on all things that's what i say and we picked up we picked up white kimchi yesterday which is uh the cabbage is a uh it's just not red Mm -hmm. um it's weird looking but it apparently is really good we'll we'll try it out this weekend and let everybody know how uh, we feel well matthew here's the bummer uh you didn't win however you won our hearts over just by being you uh there's always a chance in the future how do you feel about your great defeat Mm -hmm. Your great defeat. uh, Ow! I'm going to take my defeat in stride. I'm just happy to play with you guys. I've been listening to you guys for years uh, since before TMS and TLR. So this is my first chance I've had to uh, call in the show. I've just recently started working from home. So it's been a pleasure. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm really glad to hear that. And I'm glad that we did get to finally uh, hang out. I hope we get to again in the future. Uh, take care down there because it looks like you're already getting weird hurricane stuff off the coast and I hope none of it hits you. Uh, they uh, was noticing that this morning. There's already like um, some big systems swirling up. It's freaking June, man. It's too early for hurricane season. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. This weird planet of ours. All we right. started this early. We're going to run out of letters again. We're going to have to go to the Greek alphabet. Yep. Stop it. This one's called, uh, will be called Elsa, which means we're going to get internet memed to death with frozen oh, bullshit. Of yes. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Anyway, uh, enjoy the climate. Uh, what else? Hey, Dunaway, uh, we're done with you. You're not going to be here this hey. weekend because we're not doing film sack this weekend. It's a, it's a holiday weekend. It's the 4th of July. I got a family reunion. Everybody's going every which way. So it ain't happening, but uh, if they want to get some good content, there was still the boop show this week, and it was great. We had a great time, so go listen to that. Uh, anything else you'd like to mention, promote, or post? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, tomorrow night is the 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 weekly. Uh, get together, me and Kit London. We play the Graveyard Keeper. If you're not uh, following that, we do it every week. Been doing it for I don't know months now. Mm-hmm. But at 5:30 Eastern time, if you tune in to twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway, we'll be playing more of that Stardew Valley like, but with graves. Mm. Yeah, kill uh, Stardew Valley, but murdery, 
not murdery. You don't really kill anybody, but you do. <laughs> no, a lot of death. Yeah, yeah. murdery Stardew Valley. Yeah, that sounds. No, right. you're just burying the dead bodies and hiding them, and uh, also you know creating some zombies who can do some work for you. You know, typical Stardew Valley stuff. Yeah, nothing weird about any of that that you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, go check it out, Brian Dunaway. Have a fantastic uh, rest of your week, and we'll see you soon. No, you. Bye. Have a fantastic voyage. Indeed. Uh, chat rooms you're already doing the Elsa jokes. Lots of let it go jokes. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, Do you want to board my windows? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope it isn't bad this early in the year. I just I just don't know that we can all take it. We need yeah. whatever. Oh, the, the Gulf or the yeah, the Gulf of Mexico is just a whirling dervish, man. So get ready. Mm-hmm. Batten down the hatches. It's only June. Well, it'll soon be July, so I guess maybe we can stop saying it's only June. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for that. What time is it? Oh, we got time for one news story. One news story. Enjoy. Ah, 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 ah. This is singular news story brought to you by... Check out the podcast. Wait, you haven't seen... Hosted by TV's Travis and a load of guests. Scott and I have both been on before, and we think you're really going to like it. TV's Travis is a nerd like us. Find out all about it at tvstravis.com. Excellent idea. Ringo yes. Starr in the news. Finally, we get to hear about what's going on with Ringo Peace Starr. Peace and love. Peace and love. Yeah, he's, uh, you know... He's at one beetle. And, I, and I'm warning you with peace and love. Stop sending me things. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Ringo Starr has stopped or dropped his legal battle against Ring O penis rings. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Yeah. Penis rings. Penis rings. Uh huh. If your penis rings, go get it looked at. <laughs> better answer it. Yeah, better answer that call. Beatles drummer legend Ringo Starr has dropped his legal battle against Screaming O Pleasure products that sell a line of Ringo penis rings. Or Ringo, but not Ringo. Anyway, filed the suit against the company in 2019. It's only been a couple of years. Objecting to the name of the penis rings in his complaint, Ringo Starr claimed that the brand was, quote, identical in appearance, sound, connotation, and pronunciation to his own name. Consumers will likely believe that the uh, that opposer's newest venture is sex toys. And this is an association opposer does not want. Opposer, I guess, is his, what, music brand or something? Or his I whatever guess, personal yeah. brand? Uh, though most mentions of the Ring-O oh, brand... No, in, the, in the legal document, he's the opposer. Oh, I, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it now. I, th- I thought it was like opposer's brand like the brand right right, right. like uh my new record label opposa yeah the poser records opposa peace and love from opposa records <laughs> i was in thomas the tank engine all right wasn't he was he in thomas the tank <laughs> what? engine ringo star uh yeah uh yes he was yeah he was the engineer right yeah. right yeah. yeah i have that right it's not a weird you dream. have that right no it was ringo star okay. it was like ringo star and then wasn't didn't the movie have like alec baldwin and Something or am like I thinking of something different? Or who? When? When did a uh, comedian? Um, uh, seven deadly. George Carlin. Yes, George Car- Carlin was something for a while. Is it that same thing? He was also he was a narrator. Okay, so they both had that job at one point or another. Those two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then caveman. Who can forget, forget caveman? Remember That's caveman. Right. Oh, Caveman. Caveman. We watched that for film sec. It was great. Sure when you did. saw it in the theaters, it came with a uh, a sheet of paper that uh, that translated the uh, the Caveman talk, but you're in a dark movie theater. How are you going to look at it? I love that. 
I love that that ever happened. So dumb. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, he's finally dropped it uh, because they use this. There's no ring, ring go. It's ring o, which I know. Ring o. Whatever. Yeah. But the hard fought battle was now reaching a happy ending. <laughs> oh, loudwire.com. That's great. A settlement has made, been made between the two parties with the penis ring makers promising they will avoid any activity likely to lead to confusion between their product and Ringo Starr. The deal adds that the name can only be used for the adult sex aids and desensitizing sprays and must include a space between ring and O. There you go. They also shouldn't use the uh, the catchphrase, uh, catchphrase, baby, you can drive my dong. Oh, baby, yeah, you can probably, drive uh, my dong. <laughs> What's one of the ones he's saying? Like... Um, uh, octopus's garden. I can't. Yeah. I can't come up with anything for octopus's garden that would work for a penis ring. I'm stuck. I'm. I'm completely flummoxed yeah, by know. that one. Yeah, I've never hit a wall like this before. I cannot find one. Uh, yellow submarine. Got nothing. I've got nothing for yellow submarine that would go with penis ring. It there's. It just doesn't. Uh, there's nothing. Did he ever sing or write any song that wasn't kind of buy with a little help from my friends? Okay, I got that, nothing. That one's all right. Yeah. Yeah. None of these fit. They just don't fit. Yeah. What would you do if I put on a ring? (laughs) Would it add to the excitement and fun? (laughs) I get by with a little help from this ring. Yeah. Right. Uh, Oh. All right. Well done. That's our story. Perfler, well done. Come together. That is the that is the uh, (laughs) well done tagline. The slogan that the ring O penis rings should not be able to. yeah, they can never use that. Um, all right. Well, we're done now with our one news story. <laughs> Thankfully, we got that one out of the way. Let's take a break. One time. Uh, we come back. Off a little help from this ring. There you well go. Well done, Claire. Well done. <laughs> uh, Tom Merritt will be here coming up. So will Nicole Spag coming up. So stay tuned after this song presented by Brian Ibbett. Yes. Uh, let's go to North Carolina, just just up the way from Brian Dunaway, a state, a state north. Uh, this is a band called The Collection. And they've got a brand new song called Loud. This is uh, something that they wrote in response to just like the political unrest of late 2020 and early 2021. But it isn't overt. Like you could listen to this thing and not have any idea that that's what the um, what the subject matter is about. It's a great song. Kind of a little bit. Uh, um, oh, who is that? Uh, the, the Not the 303. Uh, like a who did the song Crashing Cars? Uh, Rock Hudson. Or, or chasing cars. Chasing uh, Jennifer Beals. No. Uh, uh, anyway. All right. <laughs> I realize I'm asking the wrong person. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, just seeing if anyone throws the answer. Snow Patrol. Thank snow you, Claire Patrol. Gack. Yeah. These guys have kind of a Snow Patrol uh, kind of uh, kind of sound to them. Uh, Dishwall is counting blue cars, but yeah, totally, totally. You you saw the thing I was putting down there, Talia. Yeah. Uh, anyway, these guys are from Saxapaha, North Carolina, indie pop. Here is the collection and their song "Loud." Holding my breath for a while until an end is been pressing my lips to a smile, just try to grin and bear it. Because every time that they open up, you can see that I got a fury that I cannot control yet. I'm not sure how much longer I can just sit in silence. I want to hear you getting loud. Capsize me with the sound. 
spoke the words would just be I'm sorry both a blessing and a curse. Frontal nudity. <laughs> the Morning Stream. The sugar and cream in your coffee. Aww. All right, we return. Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, we that should... song again is uh, Loud by The Collection. Very nice. Let's bring uh, birthday boy Tom Meriden here. Yeah. Wasn't boy, to... he looks older, doesn't he? Looks wasn't today, older. but it was his, uh, his Monday, Tuesday. pillow emoji behind him looks a little older. Looks another year older. Just another year older, but wiser. But wiser. My but favorite wiser. beer. All right. But it's also wiser. Yeah, my butt, <laughs> my butt is wiser. With Check the it out. computer, oh, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us as he does every Wednesday to talk tech in the morning. And uh, Tom, first of all and foremost, uh, happy birthday on Monday. We're, we're glad to have you for yet another rotation around this planet. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be the same age as you for the next uh, couple weeks. Or yeah, so. with Tom and I are exactly <laughs> the same age for like two weeks, and then... Nope. The magical, magical fortnight, we yep. call it. Two every weeks. Two, Two weeks. weeks. That's how long I've had my luggage with me. Anyway, hey, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk about some tech items of the day because that's what we do on Wednesdays. And today should be no different. So what is percolating out there in the world of tech? Yeah, so uh, you get a full explanation of this yesterday on DTNS, but did you all hear about the Western Digital uh, Wipeout? No. Oh, everybody with a MyBook, right? 
Yeah, so not the, everybody, the, but using the online. Correct. The old version, uh, specifically the MyBook Live. Uh, there's a newer version called the MyCloud Live. If you have the MyCloud Live, you're fine. Totally different code base. You're not vulnerable. Okay. Uh, you know, you may not be fine forever because it's technology, but it's not going to be vulnerable to these things. Uh, the MyBook Live is a network store attached storage device that went out of service in 2015. Now, I don't say that to let Western Digital entirely off the hook, but it's important to remember that in 2015, six years ago, Western Digital said, hey, y'all, we've stopped supporting these, and they gave notice before 2015, so use at your own risk. We're not going to patch them anymore. They might get bugs. Mm. Uh, and a lot of people just said, well, it seemed to work fine. I'm going to keep using them. Mm. Uh, in 2018... A critical vulnerability was discovered uh, that allowed remote code execution. Uh, so that's something where somebody could scan for an IP address. If they get the right IP address uh, for a MyBook, they could take control of it, uh, which is great ground for botnets. Uh, somebody mm. scans around, finds some MyBook devices, gets into them, gets root access, installs their malware, uh, and no one knows. No one knows the difference. Uh, everybody's using their MyBooks just fine, but it is also secretly passing along data as part of a botnet. Uh, the botnet people are happy. You don't notice the difference. Uh, and, and that's the way those vulnerabilities go. Now, they are usually patched. But again, as I said, Western Digital stopped patching these and told everybody, we're not going to patch these anymore. You probably shouldn't use them. Uh, but what Western Digital did not do is turn off the cloud servers. Mm. They said, look... Uh, and again, this is one of those things you do in 2015. Like, we know some of you are going to take a little longer to, to migrate off of these, so we're going to leave those cloud servers up. And they left them up; they're still up. You could you can still uh, connect to the cloud server, and that led to a, what they call a zero day vulnerability. Uh, that's a vulnerability that nobody knew was there until it got exploited, uh, and that is the one that seems to have been used to wipe out devices last week. Suddenly, uh, everybody uh, got up in the morning and found that. Their MyBook Live NAS devices uh, were wiped out and they couldn't log into them anymore. Uh, their passwords had been reset. Here's where it gets weird. The 2018 vulnerability seems to have been taken advantage of in these devices to install a botnet malware, like I explained. However, if you were installing a botnet, you probably wouldn't go wipe the device for multiple reasons. One, it calls attention to the fact that you're in there and you secretly right. want to be in there. You don't want anybody to know. And second, it wipes out your bot. Yeah. <laughs> it wipes out your malware and it, you no longer can use it for your botnet. So the theory is uh, that it's warring factions on the internet uh, trying to disrupt each other's botnets uh, and somebody else figured out how to get into these NAS devices uh, in using the zero-day vulnerability, which all it could do uh, was wipe out the device without a password. Uh, side note, the reason that vulnerability existed is the code in the Western Digital devices that requires a password before you wipe it out remotely had been commented out. Oh. Oh. At some point, someone commented wow. it out, so that code was there but didn't execute, didn't work. Weird. So. Again, anybody could have wiped it out uh, remotely if they knew where to look. Uh, so, you know, to sum up, uh, using out-of-support devices meant that people were silently probably involved in a botnet. Uh, and then uh, botnet on botnet violence caused someone else to discover another vulnerability. And in order to wipe out the competing botnet, also wiped out 
all the data on all of these Western digital devices. Wow, it is like watching a little war from 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 the sidelines or something. But it's a war we just don't understand. We don't know why they're doing it. Okay, so <clears throat> here's my uh, larger. Probably, you know, botnets are usually rented out, right? right, I, right I rent right. out a botnet to somebody uh, if they want to send spam or doing a distributed denial of service attack or whatever, right? right. Uh, and so somebody else wanted their business, and like we we can steal their business if we wipe out their botnet. So they go and and try to disrupt it. Yeah, so Tony Soprano uh, at uh, yeah exactly.com. <laughs> So here's here's uh here's my larger question. I would have never have guessed if you'd have asked me, "Hey Scott, what do you think is a hot point for botnets and large array uh situations created by a bunch of uh hardware that's no longer being supported?" I would have never thought about an online service that's used to back up NAS drives for Western Digital specifically. How big is it? Is it bigger than I th- I guess it's bigger than I thought it was. Western Digital's huge, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like I just seems shocking to me that this is that big a deal from from a bat, you know, basically as a, a consumer backup device. Yeah, uh, th- that's a really good point. And you need to think of it this way any internet connected device that has storage <laughs> can be a vector for a botnet. Uh, if I'm running a botnet, I'm not looking for Western Digital MyBook Live NAS devices. I'm looking for any device I can get into. Mm. Western Digital MyBook Live, your internet-connected video camera, your uh, your uh, phone, uh, your computer, your laptop, absolutely anything you can get into. You're going to stick your malware on and hopefully attach it to the botnet because you want scale. Gotcha. Uh, you want as many devices as possible. So they're not looking for this device they're looking for as many vulnerable devices as possible, which is why it's so important to make sure that anything you connect to the Internet, your laundry machine, your toaster, uh, your your garage door opener is secured so that it won't be hosting these things. So the lesson is all of that that you just said is a good part of the lesson for us. But isn't there a larger lesson for people like Western Digital or makers of these Internet of Things devices, whatever they may be? Uh when they're not going to support a thing anymore, maybe you got to pull the whole deal down and give them a death date. Like we're not going to support it. A and B servers go down eight months from now. So you have plenty of time to do whatever you're going to do, move up to either our new platform or, you know, whatever you're going to do to take care of your stuff, then yank the whole thing. Like to me, that seems like the lesson. You can't just leave it up there. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. sure, that makes perfect sense. What do you think happens in 2015 with no actual threat and no no actual vulnerabilities being exploited if they tell my West, the Western Digital MyBook Live uh, customers that they're going to do that? And they'd be pissed and mad. And- yes, everybody goes like, ah, oh, you should never buy cloud devices because they'll just pull the service. I thought I was going to be able to rely on this device. I own this device and now I can't use it. Yeah. It happened over and over and over again. So Western Digital is trying to thread the needle of like, all right, fine, listen, we warned you. This is on you now. We're not going to pull our cloud servers and we'll keep our cloud servers secure. Uh, but uh, and, and the cloud servers do not appear to have been compromised in any of this. But the rest is now on you. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it, it's a no-win situation if if no one takes responsibility. Right. I think b- you basically answered my question. What else were they going to do? Like, that is the only thing they really could have done. And they and they did it. And so now they're going to be people mad that that's how it was handled instead. But right. they'd have been just as pissed or more had they yanked it. It's just a question. We're look at what to... happened with Sonos. Sonos was right. going to brick all those speakers and everybody like outrage, outrage. And, and now Sonos like, all right, fine. We'll put them in a maintenance mode. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing that Western Digital 
could have done is continue to provide security patches. Right. Say like, okay, we're not selling these anymore. We're not supporting them. We're not going to add features anymore, but we'll continue to patch them for security. But that's that's costly. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the and the, the other the other thing, the larger question for me is, we're now hit. We're now hitting kind of the timeline for end of service for a lot of things that were super innovative in the early days, had their long tail, and now are going to go away. And so I, I think about this in video games all the time. You're a big MMO, and you did real well, but now you're going to shut things down. Well, what does that mean? There's people invested years of their life into your game. Do you owe them something? Do you not owe them something? Like, there's just yeah. these questions. Or preservation. Like, there are certain, um, again, I go back to games, but there are games that rely on servers to do what they do, 100% rely on them. And they're coming now, we're getting to a point where that stuff's coming end of life, and the game is no longer, even if you have a physical copy, no longer usable unless those services exist. And it's just kind of a moment of reckoning. Play, players and consumers have to just sort of go, oh, that's how this is. Like, this isn't like when I would buy Mario Kart back in the SNES days where I kept that cartridge until it died. Like, I'm at the behest of these servers and these systems and the security involved with that. And that's just, it's a whole new way of thinking of this stuff. And I'm just not so sure yeah, we're ready yeah. for it. And we, and we don't have, we don't have standards. We don't have like, well, it's always been this way, right? Cause it, cause everything is, is still fairly new. Uh, no, nobody looks at their cable subscription and, and when, and when a cable server, you know, when a television channel goes off the cable, they're like, right. wait a minute, you can't take that away from me. I paid for it for years. I am invested in watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're used to that. We're like, oh yeah, channels go away. Sometimes even whole cable systems go away. Right. It's just the way it is. It's ephemeral. Right. Uh, but yeah, people don't think of, of, of video games that way. Uh, certainly they, they don't think of cloud services always that way either. Yeah. Well, it's interesting stuff and there'll be. There'll be more on this uh, all the time on the Day of the Tech News Show. Why? Because when stuff happens like this, you guys report it. You're there on the scene. Uh, hey, Tom Merritt, anything else going on this week that you would like the fine folks at home to latch on to and enjoy? Uh, yes, latch on like a <laughs> baby yeah. to my newsletter. Yeah, latch on. Okay. Uh, the nipple of yeah, newsletters. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Free Tom's nipple. <laughs> no. I, I'm, I'm really going to stop with the metaphor right there. Uh, hey, I've got a newsletter, freetomnewsletter.com, uh, where I tell you all the cool things going on. Like right now, uh, today I'm working on Know a Little More. Uh, I'm working on a Know a Little More episode about lithium ion batteries. Uh, and if you want to know when that's out, uh, you need the free Tom newsletter. I, I'll tell you all the shows that I do every week, uh, the projects that I'm working on. Uh, in fact, the big thing this past week, and I'll put it again in the newsletter again this week, is uh, a link to my writer's Patreon where you can get the first chapter of my upcoming audiobook, Project Vera, mm. uh, before anybody else gets a chance to listen to it. So if they, yeah. that alone is worth the price of admission, which is free, so pretty much anything would be worth the price of admission sure. at freetomnewsletter.com. Fantastic. Tom Merritt, uh, Ace Detect on Twitter, of course. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. See you, Tom. Thanks, I know. Man. Oh, and I'll be on DTNS later. I should have mentioned that. Hey, uh, Brian, I got a thing to show you. I almost forgot. Yeah, yeah. show me. So, Brian, or, put uh, it in our uh, Discord. Yeah, uh, yes, and I'll put and I'll put chat. You can see it too. Um, I'm trying to do this more often. I like to. I'm starting to make things for my friends instead of uh, just you know we all buy everything we need anyway. It's like why do we buy yeah. everything, right? So well, your I mean, present is going to be bought. So yeah, it's whatever. totally fine. I'm, I'm just talking Actually, about me. it's already bought. You know what? I can even show you. 
totally from me, by the way. This is not, I'm not ascribing this to anyone else. Uh, Your present is right here. Whoa, I can't even tell what it is. Oh, it's paper. All right, I'm in. Uh, Send me a pile of paper. Oh, look at you all ahead of time. Well, anyway, I put this in the thing uh, so you can see it. Uh, Chat room, you can see it as well. So this is basically. (gasps) That is so cool. I made Tom a fake 1940s style uh, movie poster called Ace Detect. Because that's what it's, it's what it's all based on. He God, loves that whole. I love you know, that font. Yeah. Noir, whatever. Uh, yeah. It's got it's got cool cool recommendations like Tom Merritt in the role of a lifetime Variety magazine, nonstop action Hollywood Weekly. Move over Bogart. There's a new leading man in town, <laughs> Vanity Fair, and then all this fake shit down to the bottom. Produced by I DT like the Nintendo Ennis. Steel of quality on oh, yeah, the bottom like left. <laughs> <laughs> Look who produced it though. DT Ennis. Get it? DT Ennis. Uh, DTNS. Yeah, and then directed by Eileen Rivera, of course, because she's in charge of whatever at the house there, and then a bunch of fake shit at the bottom. But anyway, uh, it was a lot of fun to make, and uh, uh, happy birthday to Tom. Very cool. Yeah, I still love my Modoc. Oh, yeah, your your Modoc. That's right. Modoc. Your Modoc. All right, let's do... Let's do... What are we doing? Oh, Nicole. We're doing Nicole. Nicole! Well... We're We're having Nicole Nicole on the show. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's let's clarify what's going on here. Yeah, let's clarify the clarification with the clarity. Let's see here. We got her coming in uh, hot, which means it's time. Does to clarify something mean to soak it in gin? Yeah, or undock, undock it. it. Might be undock yeah. it, yeah. Soak it in gin, then undock it. Hey, everyone, look at my locket. All right, enjoy this. Everybody, look who it is! It's Nicole Spag joining us for Recommendals, as she does every Wednesday. Hello, Nicole. I was like, "Oh crap, it's Wednesday!" Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what right. do I watch? Yeah. What do I watch? Quick. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. How How was your Thanks. week? Everything going good? Doing all Everything's right? Everything's fine. Yeah. It's summertime. Yeah. I've gotten up at five thirty the last two mornings to go to swim meets. Mm. So. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Who's swimming? I assume Mateo's swimming. Mateo is. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Fun. I remember doing that when not, I was his not age. Not very well, but he's he's improving on his time. That's all we're focusing on. That's You're cool. improving on your time. Well, that's good. No, that's awesome. I used to love swim yeah. stuff when I was a kid like that. So very very cool. Well, it's good to have you here. We're gonna we're gonna dive right in, get right to our recommendals, and we always start with you, Brian. Do you have a do you have a setup for this here clip? I guess you got two today, but one's more verbal, right? I have two. You know, I'll get to the verbal one first because uh, Tina and I started watching Kevin Can F Himself. Oh. This is a new AMC series starring Annie Murphy, who, uh, you know, as uh, Alexis from Schitt's Creek. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, uh, the premise is like, is a, she she's a, a housewife or a, not housewife. She's a wife to a real buffoon of a guy. Um, uh, she herself works in a liquor store, takes place up in uh, Worcester, Mass. And the the show goes back and forth harshly between four-camera sitcom with a laugh track and Breaking Bad-style drama. Oh, like, basically, when the husband's in the room and the other people in the room, it's a four-camera uh, laugh track like, ah, honey, you got a cockroach in the souffle. Blah. Reminds and me then, of, um, what is it? Kevin, that Kevin can wait. No, is uh, that? Well, no, it's, it was it's, without the Scientology woman. 
Yes. Oh, uh, Kevin. Uh, King of Queens. King of Queens. King of Queens. King of Queens. And, King of Queens. And, it, and it's funny because it's kind of loosely, um, kind of loosely based on that with the fact that they, there was another person in the show that died and they completely wrote them off and never talked about them again between season one and season two. Oh, weird. Oh no, that, I'm sorry. That was Kevin can wait. It was Kevin's wife that died between seasons one and two. And it never, like they never brought that her, brought her up again. <laughs> Why? What the actor did or did the character That's did right. the cast, the cat, like the, the, the characters never bring her up again. Right. But because was it because, was it because the, the actress man. died or the yeah. character died? Which, which the actress died. Oh, the actress no, I can't died? remember. Maybe the, no, maybe no, no, the no, character no. died. I don't think the show was doing well, so they got her off and got the Scientology chick, uh, Leah, Leah Remini's. No, that's that's. Know. Oh, that's that is Kevin Coyne, right? Not King of Queens. <laughs> Same no, guy. That's it's still, the thing. Yeah, it's like they rebooted King of Queens with. Kevin can wait. It was weird. Oh, I don't remember any of that happening. That's insane. All right. Pumba, Pumba. Oh, okay. Answer, Pumba. All right. Yeah. So yeah. It was like the show was doing Leo bad. Remini, so they're like, okay. well, let's get rid of the wife. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Weird. Gotcha. Okay. So it's, uh, Leah Remini was on both of those with, uh, what's his face? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin James. Kevin Hart. Kevin James. Kevin James. Kevin James. Anyway, this show, not uh, kind of just like loosely connected to that or loosely inspired by that. Yeah. Um, the, the premise is great and it's handled beautifully. Like as soon as, as soon as the buffoon of a husband leaves the room and the door closes, it turns into like a stark breaking bad looking single camera drama focusing on her life and how she, she is miserable and wants out. Um, but then when he's back in the room, it's like a, oh, Kevin, you silly husband kind of thing. Weird. But I mean, there's, you know, murder and like a, a dream, a murder being dreamed about and stuff like that. It's on yeah. AMC. What's the name again? It's called Kevin can, Kevin can F himself. Right. Tina and I watched the first two episodes. Usually we give it three episodes. Tina was done after two episodes because aside from Annie Murphy, her character, and she's fantastic on this, by the way. Uh, oh, I love her. I love she's her. great. It, what's funny is on the on the sitcom part of the show, the Boston accent is really like, "Hey, you, what's wick? There's a wicked pizza here, yeah, you know, that sort of thing." But then it becomes a little bit more realistic when it's the single camera drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the yeah, first two episodes. There's just nobody we really like on the show except for Annie Murphy's character, and that makes it really hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Does she ever say, uh, "Ew, David"? Ew, David. That? No. <laughs> I knew Ew. that was coming. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she right. doesn't. Uh, it's just weird hearing her with that Boston accent. Anyway, so it's it's. I don't know. I, I'm it's a cautious macamental. I'm going to give it one more episode. I'm going to watch it without Tina because she's done. Um, but uh, I'm not 100 percent sure that this goes anywhere beyond the really clever premise. The the really clever idea of the. Uh, um, the half sitcom, half drama show. Well, the reviews are definitely mixed. There's a they really are. Yeah, I mean, people said, either love it or hate it. There's an interesting one here. It says, uh, "Let's see, where is it? Where did I find it? Oh, it says it. Squ- oh, this is an interesting quote. Um, AMC's Kevin can f himself squanders a thrillingly subversive premise. So it sounds like like the premise is rock solid, awesome idea, yeah. but it doesn't yeah. quite pull it off. 
in the long it's, haul. There's a little bit of a uh, WandaVision kind of quality to the sitcom within a show idea. It, it feels, you know, that's probably the, the closest thing to compare it to that we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really weird. Or the natural born killers, the Rodney Dangerfield moments where that part of this horrible movie, this, this dark and twisted movie is a comedy with a laugh track when right. Rodney Dangerfield is, uh, oh, right. is yeah. on screen. Forgot about that scene. Yeah. Is she yeah. kind of putting herself in that sync sitcom because she's trying to deal with the trauma of life? Oh, great question. It's unclear. Yeah. It's a good question. And is it's it unclear? unclear. Yeah. At least after two episodes, I, you know, if it was, if that seems like something you would put at the very end of episode one, that she is somehow putting herself in that role so that she can deal with this horrible yeah. life that she's in. But um, after two episodes, they hadn't really explained if that's a conceit, if that's a, a subtle awareness that the character has, or if it's just, no, we thought it'd be fun to make it half sitcom, half drama, hmm. you know, it would be better if, like if that character, if that character is somewhat aware of it, yes, whether she's doing it yeah, subconsciously yeah. or on purpose. So interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I can't, I can't quite tell what I, I, it's the kind of thing where as soon as I saw the trailers for it, I was like, oh, I want this because I really like her. Now, yeah. now I don't know based on what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a couple more episodes. Are all see what the I episodes, think. Oh, are they all lost. out or are they still releasing? No, it's them? still, it's still a week to week. And so you can't really binge it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you I, may want to change our uh, location, Scott, because I think Nicole's getting out of. Sleep. No, she just she just My was talking over you, and you were crap. talking over her. You talking oh, about her okay. delaying? You mean her her video delay? Yeah. Oh, it is delayed. Yeah. I don't is. know why this all of a sudden we're having problems with my internet. Either it's really weird because it delays your video to. Uh, oh, now she's no. You're back to normal now. Say something. I don't have one option for Wi-Fi. Nope, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. Oh, right, you're on Wi-Fi. Right, that might sorry. be part of it. Hey, tell Mark. Tell Mark to run another cable. Yeah. The lazy Quit turd. Upload, Quit uploading his like how to stand a board video. Yeah, lame. <laughs> Nobody cares. Hey, I do All know. Right. I just want to. I just want to address. I know Leah. Leah Remy. She's anti Scientology. Yeah, but that's how I you know, like connect her. Yeah, she was. Like, she, she did, did that, that whole. Yeah, she did the whole book about going clear or something, right? Wasn't well, that? no, going clear is yeah. a separate doc. This her, her thing was called oh, crap. It's on Netflix, but it's same yeah. kind of thing, and she. She Take goes, Scientology down. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> she used to be a part of it. Now yeah. she wants everyone to hate it. So exactly. Um, all right, Brian, tell us about your real... with Allison Mack and the Nexium cult. No, uh, Nexium no. cult. She might. She's about to get. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 sentenced. That's like today. Oh, Allison mm-hmm. Mack is. Yeah. Oh wow. Funny you brought that up because I think it's, uh, it's. Let me see if it happened yet. Uh, need to know. Allison Mack faces prison times. It was a uh, sentencing. Looks like today she'll be in courthouse in Brooklyn today. We'll see what happens. Wow. Yeah. All right. Who don't look, don't look for a big Smallville. Big the people in Scientology. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. But don't look for her to be part of a Smallville reunion. That's all I'm saying. Okay. No. Brian. Or, or for her to be oh, part of yeah. a uh, John Hodgman commercial where she goes, I'm a Mac. Yeah. And no, I'm a PC. That'll never happen. Uh, all right. Let's get to my actual recommendal. This is an audio clip. This is a series on HBO, the final episode of which just, um, just went up. So now you can binge the whole thing, and that's the best way to watch it. Uh, Fantastic. I'm going to play this clip and you guys will hear it yourselves. Here you go. He's had emotional outbursts, impulse control problems, depression, threats of violence. 
Carla, come on. The facts are the facts. There was one significant physical altercation. Do you want to tell her about that? That's okay. What we need to know is, what now? Is he a danger to himself? Can he be left to care for himself? Or does he need additional assistance? And it's four sessions. Court mandated four sessions. One of several conditions of Colin's release. If he fails to meet any of the requirements of his probation, your sign-off included, it would be revoked. But we're not going to let that happen, right? No idea. No idea. Yeah, so um, the person you're hearing doing the talking there, most of the talking is uh, Tessa Farmiga. Um, the person you don't hear as much in there, you hear her very, very briefly, is Uzo Aduba from uh, Orange is the New Black, uh, Crazy Eyes, Uzo oh, Aduba. I love her. Suzanne, oh. as she became better known as the series went on when they got rid of the Crazy Eyes moniker. Sure. Um, she is the new uh, therapist on the show in treatment. Uh, this is a show, this was a series on HBO that started with uh, Gabriel Byrne and Diane Wiest and was so, so good. Those yeah, first so three or four good. seasons and it kind of disappeared for a while. They have uh, brought it back. Um, and the way the show is done, you get, um, it's 24 half hour episodes and it's basically four different um, uh, sessions or four different people that she's having sessions with week after week. So it's like you're seeing six weeks of her having sessions with four different characters or groups of characters and helping them out. One of one of and the, the last one, as it was with uh, uh, Gabriel Byrne, was him getting helped out by his therapist, who was uh, Diane Weist. Mm. Um, Jesus, what, what was that? Uh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was an alarm. Well, it's Nicole's hearing something Sorry. locally, not Brian. She right, right. You. All right. Uh, but like the, the you ahead. know, the early seasons had folks like Hope Davis and um, uh, God, I'm trying to remember who some of the other actors were in the the first couple seasons. It was so good. This fourth season. Uh, now Uzo Aduba is the um, is the therapist, and she's got one guy who you hear here is a former tech CEO who had some sort of altercation and is um, coming out of prison and might go back if if he doesn't if he seems like he's not a a danger. Uh, you've got another uh, woman who is a young a young lady who's getting brought there by her grandmother because she's choosing to be a lesbian, as her grandmother puts it. Mm. Uh, you've got uh, another guy who is uh, the actor who played the son of Hamilton um, and was also in the in the Heights thing that I recommend told a couple weeks ago. Oh right. Um, and her, uh, her his story is is really cool. He's kind of a caretaker for a. A, a disabled, a, a, a physically disabled uh, person. Anyway, uh, in in treatment, it's it's all the seasons have been amazing, and this fourth season is uh, no exception. It's really really good. You get these really great conversations between these characters, and uh, uh, Uzo Duba is doing a great job of kind of filling that Gabriel Byrne, that Diane Weist role of. Um, of being the therapist really, really good. Uh, yeah. If you've never seen any of this, I would recommend watching all of it too. It's all good. Like 
the original the the original seasons like you said are awesome just go binge the whole damn thing it's very very good and like and like brian said the episodes are short and you'll just get hooked in it's it's really good and what's cool is you can do this i i don't know if i'd do it myself but if you watch the first week and you're like well i really care about this person and this person you can just choose to watch the sessions she has with just one or two of the uh, patients that she has so Mm -hmm. there's uh there's you know there because it's bingeable and you can you can pick and choose you can actually just watch six weeks of her sessions with uh colin or or layla or whoever sure she is by the way Almost unrecognizable in this role. She doesn't look like crazy yeah, guys compared at all. to how she looked in Orange Is the New Black for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's crazy. She just really inhabited a whole new character there. Yeah. Oh, I uh, forgot to mention uh, one of our favorite guys, Joel Kinnaman, is uh, is in this new season as well. Oh, what's his uh, really? That's an interesting role yes. for him. It is. He's not uh, one of the people being treated. He's in kind of a uh, a tertiary role. All right. He's helping. Um, uh, He's helping the the Suicide Squad get through the mission. That's what. That's he's right. Doing. Exactly right. Yes. All right. <laughs> he's the new RoboCop. You got to do what you got to do. That's right. All right. Well, very good. Looks like one yes. I would uh, definitely like to catch up on. I'd forgotten that there was a, a new bit coming for that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's mine. Hey everybody, it's a feel good throwback. So, Ooh, strap not in. a documentary. Wow. I may have spent a lot of time with a little two year old in the last week, and uh, this might reflect that. So enjoy. Stay back. Don't, don't, don't come in. Don't come any closer. Please, don't. What are you, what are you doing? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Please don't. <laughs> Take off. No, get off. Get off. Get, get off. All right. Any guesses? <laughs> I don't know, but why is she telling this person to get off? Well, you wow. know, I wondered it if... It is... Is it Moana? Incorrect. It is Tarzan. Star, uh, Tarzan. Disney's Tarzan. Tarzan. Uh, fantastic animated fil- feature film Tarzan came out in 1999 and everyone's seen it probably uh, at least I've seen it a billion times when my kids were small they love this movie but Van loves Tarzan and he sits there motionless and watches it from top to bottom and loves the music uh, he can't get enough of uh, what's his name singing um Help Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Elton. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's all about the Phil Collins. Me in my heart. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he loves it and just gets so excited when cool stuff happens. I'd forgotten how great uh, Lance Hendrickson is as the character Kerchak, who is this, uh, who's the big giant gorilla that's sort of ahead of the pack. He's the, he's the alpha. And uh, Minnie Driver plays Jane. She's great as Jane. I uh, never. I don't really know who Tony Tony Goldwyn is. I'm sure he's done other things, but he's Tarzan. Uh, but all sorts of great voices, like Brian Blessed plays Clayton, the bad guy, he's an amazing oh, bad guy, he's awesome, so good. Nigel Hawthorne is Professor Porter. Like these great actors doing really great work. Wayne Knight, uh, freaking Newman in there as the as the elephant, and um, who else? Rosie O'Donnell's in it. A whole bunch of people. Anyway, I think it's one of my favorite Disney movies. Uh, I don't even know why. I really actually think it might be that soundtrack from Phil Collins. I think it's actually legit good. And some of my more favorite tracks from him, uh, even though it's associated with, you know, what is essentially a kid's Disney movie. But um, but I like it a lot. And it's also a marvel of 2D animation at a time where that was starting to go away. And um, 
these days they don't do, you know, feature 2D animation anymore. Not really. Mm-hmm. So uh, I sort of relish that late night mid mid to late 90s uh disney stuff i thought was really strong and really combined new cgi techniques really well with 2d stuff and just created really magical looking movies and this is one of them so tarzan is on disney plus and is available for you and any two-year-old you want to watch it with all right cool uh, nicole cool. let's move to cool. nicole uh, should i here, I'm going to hey, change. I'm going to reset I, our thing real quick, just in case uh, you got a weird. Or actually, you're probably okay. okay. Say something. I oh, sent you. I, I mean, everything looks fine. I know it's not your fault. Oh, sometimes it's Discord. Sometimes it's anyway. not you. Well, it's almost uh, the only problem I have this with lately is Nicole. But I'm not saying it's her fault. I just don't know what it is. It's something weird. But anyway, <laughs> we're back. We're now we're good. We got a nice fresh connection. All right. So I have a Disney. I have two. I, uh, I couldn't remember the second, and then I looked at my history. <laughs> On Hulu. I'm like, oh, that's right. All right. It was kind of forgettable. Uh, but the first one is a Disney Plus original that mm-hmm. is currently, it's a series, and there's only two episodes out, but I highly recommend it. The kids and I are watching it, and I love it. So here's the clip. All right. I'm clicking. I'm opening. It's opening. It's not working. Hold on. Yeah, it is. There is a place where truth matters, even if most people don't pay attention to it. Our organization is always searching for those who appreciate the truth. If any child is caught cheating, they will be executed. Excused. Will be excused. (laughs) And our criteria for approval may be considered mysterious mr benedict we have our team hello i'm the aforementioned mr benedict you all possess a quality that is lacking in our society raining your intuitive understanding of human nature sticky your reservoir of knowledge constance your defiance of conventional thought patterns kate you're uncanny feel for how things go together what is it that you all have in common i see fear and bad fashion you're very unpleasant. Okay. <laughs> what? I, this looks great. Kristen Shaw's in this. Yeah, I'm into yeah. that. Uh, Tony Hale is Mr. Benedict, which I didn't recognize him at all because all I can think is a, his character from Arrested Development. Yeah. Wow. That's him in the yes. holy cow with the curly hair and yes, with the curly hair. And the beard. Yeah. Total. Tra- total transformation. Mm. All right. So Buster this. Bluth. Mm-hmm. So this is called the Mysterious Benedict Society. Huh. Um. There, like I said, there's only two episodes out so far. There's eight. They're almost an hour long. So it's like a little mini movie. Um, and it's about four gifted orphans that are recruited for by Mr. Benedict to go on a secret mission. So there's this thing that's happening in the world called the emergency. And nobody's at the wheel. And everybody's afraid. And everybody is scared. And things are happening. Um And what I love about this show is that for kids in the world today, everything's a little scary, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is a show that helps kids have and create critical thinking, which is a very hard skill to learn. So I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And that's what these four kids are doing. They all have their gift in how they view And so the first episode is them taking this test um, and 
how they pass the test is really awesome. Yeah. And I just highly recommend it. Uh, even for kids. I mean, if you don't have kids, I still think it's a great show. Yeah, it what looks like about? fun. It looks funny. And I really like, mm-hmm. I like that cast. These kids all look yeah. like they're decent actors. One of these kids name yeah. is, uh, this Renee Muldoon uh, uh, character is played by mystic. His name is mystic Inshu. That's a cool name. Yeah. So he's like the main kid, uh, uh, Raynard and he's an orphan. I mean, you just, you find the kids come together, you know, and you get their backstory. Um, you also heard in that clip where she's like, you will be executed. That was a uh, Christian that shall Christian. She's Schall. The, Kristen Shaw. She's from. Yeah, she, she's uh Louise on Bob's burgers. She's on. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Mateo recognized her Last voice. He goes, and, where yeah. do I know that voice? Where do I know that voice? <laughs> Fly to Concord. Yeah, she's amazing. I love yeah. her and everything. There's nothing she can't do. I liked her when she toward the end of the um uh, the the uh, uh, Daily Show before John Stewart left. She used to do a segment. And I used oh, to yeah, love that segment. Right. I so know good. her from Fly of the Concords. That's yeah. how yeah. I was introduced right. to her. Yeah, same. That's how <laughs> yeah, I think the world Kirkley was. Falls. She just has a great voice. She's wonderful in this. I think one of her earliest things was that. Out, what but, was the first um, thing she ever did? Hold on, Fly of the Concords would have been pretty early in her career. Yeah. Um, that's later than I thought. Let's see. Yeah, so the 2007. Kids, the kids so, yeah. are put on a mission to find out who is creating the, the emergency. And so there's like stealthiness and figuring out things. and It's just a wonderful show. Watch it. It's great. I'm, I'm, I'm down. This looks great. I'm totally going to watch this. It reminds me of like a... Oh, I don't know. It was one of those lemony snickety things or, or even like, uh, uh, like we were just talking like, uh, the chocolate, Charlie and chocolate factory kind of mm-hmm. vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. 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 Which I'm into. All right. I will kind definitely check that out. In context with what is happening in the world today. No. There's a lot of on the nose kind of stuff. Tally in the chat says, saw shawl from the daily show. Never saw flight of the Concord. You are missing out. <gasps> Oh, Please so watch good. by the Concords. It's so and wonderful. One of what's great is you can get through them so quick because there's only what three seasons, six episodes each, or something. Super short. So, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. You so can good. find them on HBO. If yeah. you have HBO, yeah. two seasons of Fly of the Concords. Yeah, you should do it. Is, also, business time. It also says Rick? on Twitter here, or sorry, on MDB, Bob's Burgers, the movie Louise Belcher in post production. It's in post production. Oh, really? That means they're going to finally be done with this thing. And I couldn't oh. be more excited because I love me some Bob's Burgers. All right. Anyway, sorry. Your next recommendal. No, no, no. That's okay. Oh, that's all you've um, got. Oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. So since we ta- we're talking about Fly of the Concords, Jermaine Clement, who's part of the duo, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I bought a video game solely on the fact that he did the voiceover for the trailer. <laughs> for the trailer? Wow. wow. What was it? It's the new Dungeons and Dragons um, video game. Which one? Dark, uh, Ali- Dark, oh, Alliance. Dark Alliance. You shouldn't. I think yes. it's on Game Pass. You can get it for free. You should have gotten I don't it. have Game Pass. Oh, I, thought you I don't game have an Pass. Xbox. Oh, well, you have a PC, don't you? you? Just do the Game Pass. I, it's right there. Uh, that's right. I bought it. It's done. Yeah, but nine bucks and you'd have <laughs> I it. And it's, it and it's not a good game. It's a bad game. It's kind of a bad I, game. I, if I had somebody to play with, I actually enjoy it. <laughs> oh, it's well, it's, re- it's, it's, I've never, nothing this year has reviewed more poorly than that game, but I, but I take okay. your word for it. I take your word for it. I do. But I, I bought the game solely because Jermaine Clement voiced the trailer of the game. If you go in to, to the little, you know, how they put the trailer up, yeah. just watch it. 
it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, right, so- also just so you know, in the future, you don't need a Xbox for Game Pass. Nine bucks on your PC. You got all the Game uh, Pass games. I don't play my PC very much. Oh. I, I prefer my console. Oh, well, if you're on a PlayStation, PlayStation, then I'm still there, there on a go. PS4. Okay. Yeah. No, it's totally fine. It's all good. Enjoy. Enjoy what you got. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't make me upgrade. <laughs> It's all good. All right. Back to here's so, my here's my second one. Right. It's on okay. Hulu. It's a game show. It's kind of awful, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> oh, this sounds like it's gonna be my jam. Yeah, wow, <laughs> like this. You like a good game show. Here we I go. Do. I like a bad game show. That's true. Uh Bachelors, if you're still stumped, don't worry. You're in love. Oh, God. Michael Bolton is about to sing a song full of clues about our mystery celebrity. And celebrity, you're in luck because Michael Bolton's about to sing a song full of clues about you. Honestly, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Me too. Oh, my Lord. I hate it already today. It's edited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Michael Bolton. Must have been cold there in your shadow. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. So what? What's the uh, yeah. what's celebrity the deal dating game? This is it. This is celebrity oh dating God. game. Oh wow! Uh, this is the episode with Nicole Byer, which I love. Nicole Byer from Nailed It yeah. on uh, yeah. Netflix. Uh, it's awful. It's it really so is. Yeah. It's so awful, but I still like stayed up late watching it. Going, why am I still awake watching this? Okay, so you watched that first episode. Yeah. Uh, who was the first? The Bachelorette girl. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Did you watch the guy, the the Bachelor number one, and his he was sweating, his, his increasing were... sweating pits that Ew. were like Ew. soaking his shirt? Yeah. Gross. And then the they most- would do cuts. So like you could tell that they were piecing this together and it's like it's sweaty yeah. pits. It's not sweaty. It's sweaty. Right, right. Oh my god. It was like I had to I started watching it just like while I was cooking lunch or something. And I said, Oh my god, Tina has to see this. So I I paused it so that we could the two of us could watch it just because this guy was so awkward and is like, Oh, what would we do if we went on a first date? Arts and crafts? Sweat, 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 sweat. <laughs> it just grew as he went. That's gross. Did, it is so hold on a so second. Cringy. Is this hosted by her and Michael Bolton? He's so, always there. Zoe, yeah, it's Zoe Deschanel as the main host. Yeah. And then you have Michael Bolton on the to the side. Every time they go to him, he just looks like, why am I here? What am I doing? He's what else is he going to do? With the audience wondering, what the hell is Michael Bolton doing there? And he's the and he clearly feels the same way. Let me let me tell you what song actually slaps that he does though. Okay, the song I actually get into, and I'm, and I'm happy to hear it anytime. It's that weird thing he did with, with Lost Island. Island. Where they sing yes. it about oh yeah uh, to- Jack Sparrow Jack Sparrow <laughs> and the Tortuga thing. I could listen to that anytime. I think that is a great song. I challenge anyone. I don't care if you come. If don't come at me is what I'm saying because it's great. Right, right. Anyway, uh, oh, so yeah. recommend it or what are you saying? Is this good? I mean, <laughs> if you're looking, so episode three. These are the celebrities that are, have been on it so far. So you had With Hannah quotes. Brown. Who was the Bachelorette? Nicole Byer, Carson Cressley from um, the first Queer Eye. Yeah, uh, Iggy Azalea, <laughs> Iggy Azalea, Diggs, sweet Demi Burnett. Those okay. are the ones that Iggy Azalea. Wait, who, was the, who are the last two names you said? Iggy Azalea. 
Oh, oh, sorry. After, or Demi so, Burnett. Yeah, don't know who. Uh, don't know who Demi Burnett. That's the is. thing. These are like celebrities that I don't really know. Yeah, because that's how yeah. this stuff goes. Like celebrity. What was it back in the day, Brian? Uh, uh, Battle of the Network Stars or whatever. It's always been. Yeah, like yeah. This. right. It was a listers for the TV show. You had your Lee Majors and you had uh, Charles Bronson and you know Danny DeVito going up against. Uh, Wait a minute! Did <laughs> Charles Bronson Danny and Danny De- DeVito? No, no, Charles ever. Bronson. Okay. It was just the name. I, I was I, probably it was Charles Nelson Riley. I just couldn't come up with a name, but, uh, so, but they were yeah. It was more prominent celebrities than. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in in the chat here. Uh, this is what Michael Bolton looks like. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Just always a little like a confused. Uh, uh, just he's just confused, so man. Confused. Poor yeah. guy. Look at him. Look at him. Yeah. He's so confused. Can I send it to the chat? Can I put pictures in the chat? Yeah. Um, uh, well, you can, yes, you link can put them. a link. Yeah. You can link them. Yeah. 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 No, it's a, it's a link to my computer. Oh, well, then it won't work because you can't. Uh, you can't unless it's a link to your it. Dropbox or something. But yeah. Yeah. You can't just, just have it. Go, go look at it. Yeah, yeah, I'm showing the chat right now. They're, they're, they can see it. I put it up on screen. It's, it's rough business. It's, it's wonderfully awful. Yeah. I mean, because they realize they can't yeah. really do the the dating game anymore. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's add celebrity in it and see what happens. I feel like there's a lot of these game shows that are at injecting celebrity in it and yeah. trying to bring bring it back. Quote unquote yeah. celebrity. Quote unquote. Yeah. And Zoe de Chanel, I love her, but boy, does she feel awkward in this. Right. Why is she doing She's this? slumming it, man. She doesn't need this. I don't get it yeah. at all. She doesn't need yeah. this at all. She could do a billion other things. She doesn't need to be doing this. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't uh, know. Whatever. That Give it like... a watch. Have a laugh. It's stupid. But mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, not the quirky awkward that she thrives on, that she does really no. well on. It's like, well, we'll be back after this message. You know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like having it up trying to do a dance and stuff it's like it's so i mean awkward. are they trying to be that's see this is my question is it intentionally trying to be kind of weird and goofy about it or are they playing it straight because it feels like they're playing it straight and that's where the problem is for me uh they're they're being goofy about it. the hosts are being goofy about it. even the celebrity quote unquote is being goofy about it but yeah. the bachelors slash bachelorettes are they're nervous they're nervous and they're t- they're playing it for reals. Like they are, they're invested in this. Hmm. And, the, hence, and the, I, hence the flop sweat. Well, and I I wonder. It's like, where are they going on this date? Like, what I want to know what happens oh, yeah, after. Right. Like, did right. it, does it really happen or is this just TV magic? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's what they need to do. Like, going uh, cut out some date. of the weird awkwardness and put in like, here's video of them going to the Palm Restaurant for dinner, and it's really weird and awkward. Yep. <laughs> or they just send them to the craft table and say, "There's your day." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Real weird. Yeah. But, uh, the, the celebrity it. better be paying too. By the way. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, all I'm saying is that it looks like trash, so maybe p- people should watch it. So watch it. Oh, it Joey Lawrence is going to be a future uh, uh, bachelor on there. Weird. Hurrah. I can't imagine what. I mean, he's such a busy dude with all the stuff he's got going on. He's Weird. David Keckner. He's going to be going, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Oh, I like this girl. Whoa. David whoa. Keckner, Margaret Cho, Tay Diggs, Tyson Beckford. Again. There was some favors called in for this show as well. I think so. Yeah. There's like, there's no date happening. Oh my God. Uh, Chris Catan is coming up this season. Great. 
Great. Chris Kattan, <laughs> one of the more uh, illustrious post-SNL careers. Right? Chris yes, Kattan. exactly. Yeah. The mango. You can date the mango. Very, very good. Uh, all right. Well, these are all yeah. uh, these there are all go. fine recommendals. Nicole's going to put them on her Twitter account. Nicole Spag, follow her there. We'll retweet it as well. Nicole, anything else you want to say before we go? Um, Have a wonderful weekend. We will. Aww. Even though it's Saturday, or Wednesday. What day is it? It's Wednesday. But have <laughs> a good Wednesday, weekend yeah. anyway, because uh, it's the 4th you know, of July. Hey. Don't burn stuff down is the main thing. Oh, yeah. Happy it's our weekend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's America's weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye now. America's weekend. All right. Well, we did that. We did that. And yep. uh, now we're going to go. However, I do have to mention a couple of quick things. Number one. I tried out xCloud on iPads, iPhones, Mac, Windows, and a Series X because uh, it came out officially yesterday. And if you already have Game Pass Ultimate, then you already have xCloud. And I have to say, a little shocked at how well it ran. It was kind of awesome. Basically, I synced a controller. just happened to be an Xbox One controller, but you can use anything. Synced this to my Mac, played it through a browser, and somehow I was playing Dirt 5 on a browser and oh, cool. very, with very little latency, and that was mostly the Bluetooth latency I was dealing with. Uh, played it from my phone, played it from my iPad, both of those on Wi-Fi. No issues, no glitches, no lag, no nothing. I was, I was blown away by it. So, oh, and that's the other thing, is I picked these games up right where I left off last time I played them on the proper console. So That's really cool. All that cool. stuff wow. synced awesome. across the business, man. It's pretty rad. And, uh, I mean, they were already beta testing this on Android and some other stuff, so others already knew, but... I hadn't had a chance to mess with it, and I did, and I thought it was great. So um, more coverage on that on the various game shows that we do here on the network, so watch for that. Uh, also, one quick email from Gabe, who wrote in, says, uh, important Hitler information. Dear Scott, and as well as Brian, he says. That's a weird way to say that. Dear Scott, as yeah. well as Brian. On Monday's episode, this is last Monday, previous Monday, you mentioned killing Hitler with Nutella. While I don't consider this offensive... I thought it prudent to point out that Hitler killed himself. Therefore, talking about killing Hitler technically in a very specific way makes you just as bad as Hitler. Like quite literally, Hitler killed himself. So if we say, well, I would kill baby Hitler, that means you are as bad as Hitler because that's his point. Yeah. Uh, I disagree, but I like his point. Yeah. He says, of course, in all the important ways, you are nothing like Hitler. And I would posit that the best thing about Hitler is that he killed Hitler. Like pretty (laughs) horrific if you think about it. Or heroic, heroic rather. Heroic, not yeah. horrific. Really changed the world for the better. I mean, Hitler was terrible, but credit where credit is due. Okay, love you guys. Bye, says Gabe. <laughs> well, Gabe, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the, the, the thought. Um, our yeah. conversation did spark a lot of emails back and forth about, you know, baby Hitler killing and all that. And gotcha. I don't really have a... Here, here, here's... Okay, I got a bottom line for you. If somebody said, Scott, you can go back in time... And there'll be baby Hitler there. And you're guaranteed to know that if you don't destroy baby Hitler, that he will become full Hitler and 6 million plus people will die. A world war will happen, blah, blah, blah. Like all that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to, yeah, yeah, if you, cause he's Hitler. (laughs) And the idea has always been, well, I can't kill a baby because he hadn't done anything yet. But if somebody said it's a guarantee, he will do all those things. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be tempted. We tempted to, yeah, uh, you it'd know, be, it'd be difficult as hell. I don't know how you do it, but uh, but I would feel I'd feel compelled to do it. Yeah, I'd have to know though that there's no chance that this timeline couldn't have something else happen. Right, that you couldn't change, do one more change that would affect. You know, do you kill his parents and and save the baby? 
but they don't kind of raise him in a in a way that makes him hateful and yeah. Horrible. Maybe I don't have to kill anybody. Maybe I just kidnap him and dump him at the doorstep of somewhere else, and and he just has a different life. You know what I mean? Right, like exactly. Maybe there's another way to deter the Hitlerism thing. And then there's always the issue of well, if you don't kill that Hitler, another another will take his place because that's that's where society was and that's where world culture was and we were just there anyway. So if it wasn't Hitler, it'd be Hitler Hitler second. You know, Do you whatever. pluck baby Hitler out of Germany and drop him into an orphanage in Atlanta, Georgia, and change the timeline that way? Yeah, then he just grows up loving where he's peaches. He's raised by different parents yeah. and uh, yep. yeah, he just loves a peach. He likes REM. I don't know why he really wants to have that weird mustache, but okay. Yeah, fine. let him have it. But okay, he ends up spending that. his whole life on a peach farm, you know, growing. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with peaches. And, and It's the peach state, right? <laughs> they got all the peaches there. Is that their deal? Yeah, the, yeah, Georgia is the peach state, yes. Yeah, their logo at the end of every Marvel movie, big old peach going, thanks to the freaking people of uh, of uh, Georgia for letting us film all our right. shit there. Okay, move him to Canada. There you go. Move him to Canada. Yeah, people Canadian are saying Hitler. No, because if you move him to, <laughs> to Atlanta, he's going to become a Klansman. Well, <laughs> again, I think it's in how you get raised, but but uh, yeah. let's put him up in Canada. He'll be raised by a nice uh, uh, Newfoundland couple, and uh, then there you go. Yeah, but uh, uh, I'd even take Klansman. The Klansman can only go so far. Hitler went all the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't think the Klansman's going to... The Klansman was never destined to try to take over the world. So, I don't know. I don't know. The okay, point would is... You, would you kill baby David Duke? Uh, it's just really getting dark, but... <laughs> no, but I might walk up to current Happy David... Happy 4th of July, everybody! I think I'd walk up to current David Duke and backhand him. I'd do that. <laughs> See what right, doing. can I use that... Uh, uh, those those little portal doors to just or a nightcrawler uh, bam thing to just keep whacking David Duke in different parts of his head before he can react. Yeah, bamf behind him, whack, bamf out, bamf back yep, in the front, exactly. bam. Oh yeah, totally, I'd do that. If I was invisible, if I had the power of invisibility, I'd totally pop him one, no problem. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't kill him. I'd just knock him on the head real hard. Right. right, fine with that. And have him be really confused about where it came from. Oh, you know what I'd do? Exactly. If I was invisible, I would... I would wreak havoc on his life to make him think that God or a ghost or anything was trying to tell him to quit being a racist piece of shit. Oh, see, that would be the ideal invisibility goal. Yeah. 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 Just uh, uh, correct the people <laughs> that uh, would be influenced by a higher power telling him to quit being such a-holes. That's right. Now, if you like this thought experiment and want to submit your own, you can. It's uh, themorningstream <laughs> right. at gmail.com. Send your hate email about what we just talked about, too. <laughs> sure. If you want to, you can. Uh, big thanks to everybody who supports us on our Patreon. It is the fuel at, that runs this car. So uh, thank you to everybody who contributes. And if you don't, consider it. It's over at patreon.com slash TMS. For all else, frogpants.com slash TMS. We now leave you with a song, but Brian has to tell you what it is. I don't know it. Yeah, this one is uh, from Barry. Barry, he says, uh, hi, Scott and Brian. Thank you so much for the never-ending laughs, engaging podcast, and great community you've created. We look forward to our next real group hug with the tadpole. This Barry. Tuesday, Sorry, the 29th, yeah. <laughs> Barry Ann and Bobby will celebrate their 30th anniversary together. What oh. started out as a phone call on a landline has become 30 years of sheer bliss. Between Scott and Kim, Brian and Tina, and Barry and Bobby Ann, we have nearly 90 years <laughs> Of love, respect, and friendship together. <laughs> what? He's That's a weird way of, our, of looking at it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Adding up all of our uh, stuff there. Uh, take that, Generation Z. Anyway, happy to have Brian make the call on the song. He is, after all, the master. 
Uh, I know, I know, uh, Barry and, uh, Bobby Ann just got back from, uh, Detroit. So, uh, welcome back. Hope you had fun in Detroit. Hope it was a good trip. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, use my discretion. Well, I'm going to use my discretion. This is something brand new that is so good. This one came out, uh, as a single released from the social dilemma that, um, Netflix documentary about, um, social media and how it's, how it's destroying all of us piece by piece. Uh, this is a cover of the song originally by Screamin' Jay Hawkins. I put a spell on you. This is performed by Brandy Carlisle and Renee Elise Goldberry. Here is, I put a spell on you. Uh, programming note. This is the final show of the week. There will be no yeah. show tomorrow or Friday uh, for PM because I am going to a family reunion. It's actually here in town, but you know, that's where yeah. I'll be. And uh, we will not be here as a result. So there will be shows Monday. We're back to it normal, all that. But don't look for Film Sack or TMS this weekend. Sorry, summer. Summer happens is what happens. Yep. Okay? Summer happens. We try to limit it as best we can, but this is what happens. So anyway. <laughs> Every year we try and stop it, but it still keeps happening. Doesn't matter. I guess 2020, we were a little less. It was a little less stretched, but uh, oh, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of things are getting weird. Anyway, uh, don't get that Delta variant, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Be safe. We'll see you then. spell on you Hey
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Pink Panther with an erection. Oh! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.